three-year-old little girl. Well, my daughter finally admitted that the baby's in the store. To find her. Your daughter admitted that your ba the baby is where? Nine one one. What's your emergency? <laughs> I called a little bit ago. The deputy sheriff saying I found out my granddaughter has been taken. She has been missing for a month. Her, her mother finally admitted that she's been missing. Okay, what is what is here now? Okay, what is the address that you're calling from? We're talking about a three-year-old little girl. My daughter finally admitted that the baby's in the store. I need to find her. Your daughter admitted that your ba the baby is where? But the babysitter took her a month ago that my daughter's been looking for. I told you my daughter was missing for a month. I just found her today, but I can't find my granddaughter. And she just admitted to me that she's been trying to find her herself. Casey Anthony on trial for the murder of her two-year-old little girl, Kelly. Somewhere out there, the devil is dancing tonight. A little girl was murdered. She was thrown to the side of the road like trash and left to rot.
shaking poor Huh? Yeah, shaking poor <laughs> Well, not too many times I'm playing with it, you know. <laughs> well, all right. You know, I, I'm glad that's on camera now so they get to see that it's, it's not a clip. It's not something I've done. It's, they're getting live audio feed of real coffee being poured into a mug. As soon as they activate smell through the internet. Yo, awful smell is fucking pot though. I mean, honestly. Well, I don't know. With this, if it... When you put it right, you put the... Yeah, if the, if the sniffleator is right next to the... It's inside the microphone? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Everybody has to make sure to brush the damn teeth in the morning. <laughs> Hello. Oh boy! <laughs> Everybody fall out on the other end. Look, here we go. Yeah. See, we were something's off center, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That makes sense. It all adds up now. You're in there. I want to pull that other side over there back just a little bit. What side? This side. That, that one right there. Yeah, yeah, that one right there. No, the bar, just the bar, just the bar. that little thing like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. You you do have a whole like left arm, people. <laughs> for yeah, you gotta you gotta bring in the dragon. Oh yeah, the dragon's gotta be present in every room. Well, yours. <laughs> uh well welcome to uh stoner's point podcast um a uh, nifty rocks media production um be sure to hit those buttons uh you know the buttons oh yeah yeah that's right the nothing our main sponsor you know at, a, at the end of a long day of of somethings, it's it's nice just to sit back and enjoy a nice, cold, nothing. You know? Absolutely. It's it's something, it's cheap. I have it in abundance, you know? <laughs> and um, it's it's a it's a valuable product. And you know, no matter how much nothing you have, you still only have nothing. And it can't be taken away from you. No, they cannot take nothing away. <laughs> they can't ask you for it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You don't have it to give. That's right. That's right. So our... Uh, All your problems are solved. And, you know, in full disclosure, you know, we get nothing for this promotion. Which, you know, at first we thought that was a little stiff. But I was like, well, I mean, it is a free service. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, so today. Oh yeah, slut is slut city. Casey fucking Anthony. Casey the smoke show Anthony. Oh yeah. Or the train wreck. Well, she looked like a train wreck because of all the trains that got ran. You know. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, what's a girl to do on a in Florida? Weekday. 
Yeah, this is a continuation of our Florida Man series. We will want to make sure that uh, Florida women are represented. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, if we're going to get the true representation, I got to get a, bit, a little over half of our uh, our, our, our attention. They represent a little over half the population. If we're going to be true representative, representative bringing equality into it. Oh, yeah. Huh? Well, I mean, yeah. I think there's enough Florida <laughs> women in this episode. <laughs> make up for yeah. Oh, boy. And the two there are just like, you know, they make up for like 15 or 20 or something. That shit crazy. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. There's not a there's not a, a there, there's not a normal person in the story. I'd like to say that George Anthony, Casey's father, is normal, but he's really not. He's he's probably the closest you're gonna get. <laughs> yeah, I sympathize with him. You know, I feel bad for the guy. Especially that out of the left field shit, man. Whoa. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to that. If you, all right, so if you have lived under a rock like Mike has, you, you probably know nothing about Casey Anthony. Um, it's hollowed out, nice carved. You know, it's, not, it's not like Patrick on SpongeBob. He just sticks to the bottom. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> um, it's modern rock. Modern rock. Oh, God. <laughs> Progressive rock. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, um, it's it's if you if you keep up at all with true crime, um, you know about this. You know pretty much everything we're going to talk about. Um, and you're just sticking around because you you like to. It is it, basically mental masturbation. You know, <laughs> you know the story. You know the outcome. Um. And if you don't know the outcome, boy, howdy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know about it, but I mean, I know about this. Yeah. I, not the whole true crime level of it, but, you know, even for somebody that don't give a shit about what's going on in the world, I know about this chick. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> it's, it was hard. It's hard to miss it, you know? Um but I guess we'll get we'll 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 break on into it. Uh, let me go over here to our slideshow slutshow chat today. I mean, just look at that. That's she's not a ten, but you just know that a couple of lines and a shot or two, and you she let you put it in the pooper. <laughs> you know, she does have that come here look. Yeah, yeah, she she's got that that, that face. You want to just kind of, you know. And after having looked into it, I can also see the uh, yeah, I'm the boss in this one. <laughs> <laughs> she might just be putting it in your pooper. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, then you know, it's it's Casey Anthony. <laughs> she wants to make sure she doesn't have. <laughs> Anything's negotiable, eh? Anything's negotiable. <laughs> <laughs> notoriety is notoriety. By, that, by God, that would get us some sponsors on our podcast. <laughs> wow. 
Alrighty. Well, watch our podcast co-hosts get uh, pegged by Casey Anthony live today. <laughs> watch them fucking views That's pop in. Fans, bro. <laughs> so yeah, when I when I made the post announcement on uh, the platforms that we were going to be doing Casey Anthony, it received more views just of a picture, and all it said was coming soon. That picture and that post got more views and more of a click through rate. Than any other like post, <laughs> so uh, I mean, I'd give play her on word with that picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna make some men want to click. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole reason phones have screens. <laughs> oh man! So let's see here. Casey Anthony was born. And um, she was born. She was she's like two months older than me, I believe. Uh, she was born in I think it was March. Yeah, March nineteenth, nineteen eighty six. All right, so she's like two months older than me, and um, uh, how did I miss that over here? Well, she's still kicking in the bar scene. If you want to hop down toward her, you know, Central Florida. Can you imagine a Florida bar? <laughs> I don't have to. Bro. I've been to Florida. I used to drink heavily. Mississippi bars were bad enough for me. It kind of break me of the bar scene for life. Orlando's not that bad. Orlando's kind of what downtown capital tried to be. Kind of reminds me of a, a tame Charlotte. Do you refer to Orlando as tame? If you compare it to Charlotte, sure. And I don't mean that in a political way. I mean that in an actual, you know, city environment. Yeah, yeah. How life in the city? You know, shit. It's it's rough out there for a pimp. Um. Oh, that's what I mean. Just driving through the city, seeing what's there, it reminds me a lot of Charlotte. Just not quite. As vibrant. So, damn it, where was I? How do we get started about um going to the bars in Orlando? Oh man. God, yeah, I, I pushed that right still, out. She's still bar hopping. Oh yeah. Um. So, <laughs> her, she, uh, she, she, she grew up. Her parents were um. Uh, Cindy and, and George, George Anthony. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know exactly which line you were getting stuck on there. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Cindy. I don't know what she did for a living, but, you know, he used to work in law enforcement back in the day. I don't know what he, I know he would retire, but I don't know what he did after law enforcement. Um, he, you know what he wanted to do before he was a cop? Mm-mm. He wanted to be goofy. That's why he was in Orlando. He wanted to be the guy that walks around in the goofy costume. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. That I'm lost in the sea of possibilities here. And he flunked out of that. What? And became a cop. <laughs> 
<laughs> not good enough for Goofy, but good enough to carry a gun <laughs> and a bat. <laughs> wow. I did not know that. Didn't look that deep into him. And I'm almost glad I didn't because I don't know if I would have picked myself up off the floor if I was trying to. <laughs> well, see, luckily, the first time I heard it, it's so. The first time I heard that. How do you fucking fail being goofy? The first time I heard that, I heard it on Time Suck when he did uh, his episode on Casey Anthony. And because he often throws in like little fake facts that are jokes that he tells you about later, I actually assumed it was a joke and I just missed later on when he, when he, you know, when he talked about it being a joke. Um, and then I heard it on Necronomapod. And last podcast on the left, and so many other sources, you know, like that he was he his dream was to be goofy. <laughs> How in the fuck do you fail? I don't know. All you gotta do is slouch when you walk, check, and go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if George and Anthony. I mean, George and Cindy, like, role-played as, like, Minnie Mouse and Goofy. Oh, come on, man. You got my fucking head. <laughs> uh, you know about it, too. Oh, sports Goofy. Who's tall over the place? Who's getting ready? What the- now, dude, mm. yeah. fuck, comes up with that shit. <laughs> oh, coffee. Yeah, I'm sure some of y'all are going through that shit in your head, too. Yeah, there, I hope that at least yeah. one of them, I hope that at least somebody in our audience is, like, picturing, like, George Anthony wearing a goofy mask, getting head from... From Cindy Anthony. I'm more worried about being with Sarah Payne. Honey, I got an idea. <laughs> and he and just go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So George Anthony wanted to be goofy, couldn't, became a cop, and did like 40 years on the force. All right? Yeah. He yeah, was, was up there for a while. He might have actually retired. Hey, uh, we lost some light. Ah. Yeah. Holy fucking something. I'm telling you, man. Ah. I mean, we look all right. It's just a little bit shady. Yeah, well, I guess. It's it's fucking Casey Anthony. She don't get the best of anything. Um <laughs> so Casey she she's like a, a habitual liar. Like nothing she ever says. Growing up and she 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 Seems incapable of saying the truth about anything, and invents people like on a regular basis, and yeah. also has a bad habit of pretending things aren't happening to to such an extent that she creates an entire fantasy world around what is happening. Right? Um, she sent out high school graduation. Uh, invitations, knowing she wasn't going to graduate. Had her grandparents and everybody come down for her high school graduation. Getting ready to throw her a big-ass party and all Oh, yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah. Knowing full well the bitch ain't been in school enough to graduate. <laughs> She's been too busy off 
Doing that bar life. Being 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 a Florida man. <laughs> and um, she grew up being this little party girl kind of thing. Yeah. She, was the, she was probably the girl that matured early. Mm-hmm. She was the one that had all the other seventh graders, like, you know, all the other seventh grade boys. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, yeah. There was a there was a girl like that when I was like in when I was in like junior high. I still remember her name in my school. Mine too. They they make an impression on you. Yeah, they do. Uh, yeah. And but not not Casey, because see, when she didn't graduate, like they went to the graduation. Oh, I'm sure she made some impressions. And uh, they they called uh you know they they didn't call her name and you know come find out she just didn't graduate and all of it was bullshit. Well, they, they called the school to find out. They noticed around this time. Never tell them. And, and you know she she always come up with some kind of bullshit to tell them and you deflect <laughs> it instead of telling them a date that it's going to happen or where it's going to happen anything like that. And so she, her mom called the fucking school and. She ain't been in school. She ain't graduated. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's all bullshit. She carries the lot all the way to the fucking end. To the dire end. Because I think part of it is she simply refuses to believe. You know what I mean? And um, to, to, to face the reality of situations, you know? Um, she starts putting on a little weight. <laughs> and... Uh, Let's just say the narcissism runs deep with this one. Yeah. I don't even know if it's narcissism quite so much as like like uh, something along the lines of like borderline personality disorder and schizophrenia almost. Oh, she was seen by three psychologists and you know. Narcissism, yeah. I mean Well I that ain't I, I don't know if that's a thing. Yeah, I'm just that's my own uh, opinion of she's the only one that she is the only person that matters to her um and her reality is her own and that's yeah and she's gonna have it yeah well because it's absolutely a controlling figure yeah yeah unless she's in a courtroom yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean well i mean you know she certainly controlled the fuck out of nancy grace for a couple of years like <laughs> um but yeah, so well, see, to be fair, she was talking to every, almost everyone at the time for a couple of years. Yeah, she um her her mom, her mom asked her. She's starting to put on a little bit of weight, you know, particularly around her midsection. Almost only around her midsection, and her mom asks her if she's pregnant. She says, "No, silly, I'm a virgin." So. So she's pregnant, right? Um, <laughs> Carries that lie for a little while. Seven months. They find out after seven months it comes out. But up until this point, Cindy's been, is knows full well, you know, that Casey is, is pregnant and, and has been. And supports this bullshit. There's no way a mother doesn't know that shit. Yeah. Tells family members at parties that mention that she looks pregnant. I don't know. She's just put on some water weight. And, like, she knows full well by this time. I think, actually, when she made that light, the, she knew at that point. Like, it had come out, okay, yeah. about a slim woman, seven months pregnant? But, yeah, you can tell. Yeah. It's not weight gain. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's uh, she just simply, this is another evidence of her, like, simply refusing to admit 
or to face the reality of a situation and to pretend like it just doesn't happen. It isn't a thing. And honestly, with sometimes with my anxiety, that's how I get with shit. I'll get like really behind in shit because my anxiety just keeps me from doing a goddamn thing. And I get anxiety about doing something and you know, or having to deal with something and I just forget about it. This easiest way to deal with it from in that in state of mind right then is just to not it doesn't exist. It's not an issue. You know? This chick right here, she figured out at an early age that she can tell a damn story and get whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah, because her mom is just as crazy as she is. Um you know, and her and the dad, he just She lies like it's a fucking game. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> she's not good at it, but she don't give up. She is persistent. <laughs> yeah, like we were saying, like we were saying before we started recording, you know, she's good at it. She's just come. She does. She's not good at finding the right story. <laughs> yeah, see, it's it's not that she, she has quality lies. She just has a quantity of them. <laughs> well, the ones that they're. they're they're crafty. Yeah, so they're just you know, like most lot they're definitely not provable, but there there's a certain point that they get to, they're like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> but up to that point, it's you know it, most people believe her and took her out of word. For the most part. <laughs> yeah. So on August 9th, two thousand five, a miracle happens. A virgin birth. Oh, <laughs> actually she ended up giving uh two names of people that could be the father one of them was a guy who actually existed but had died in a car accident and the other one just didn't exist it was just a name she made up so nobody knows who the father is nobody well she her boyfriend at the time she Oh, it was the father. The one that died in the car accident. Um, no, the boyfriend at the daggone time that she was with. He got mad and left because we went and found out. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I forgot about him. He's that's a non-entity. <laughs> <laughs> he found out about what he said. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> um... And, you know, he was already dealing with a lot. It's Casey Anthony. You know, he, he never know anything with this bitch, right? <laughs> you know, he, 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 I, I don't know him. I didn't look him up. I don't know anything. But, you know, when I was going through her, like we've done on this, you know, looking through all the man, he was the spineless one. He was the yes dear. <laughs> it had to be. She's not going to tolerate anything else. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I get it. And from that. recent video clips, she ain't changed. <laughs> A bit. So, um, yeah. Kaylee Marie Anthony, uh, born August 9th, 2005. Um,. And she she's born, you know, the, the family moves on with the fact of this mystery birth. And 
by all accounts, she's a decent mother for for a Florida woman. She's a decent mother. Hey, don't don't she didn't, she didn't want people smoking around Kaylee. Like she was never seen being harsh with her and shit like that. By all accounts of like her other Florida friends, right? I mean, they're not. She wasn't tossing her out to alligators or. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering where we were setting the bar on that. <laughs> I, I mean, like, wait a minute. <laughs> the Everglades? <laughs> Floridians? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah there, there, there's a couple of pictures and, you know, probably some little videos of, uh, you know, one, one particular face of her. But, you know. No. Oh, now I'm not saying she was a good mother. I'm saying, by all accounts, from her friends, she was a good mother. Yeah. From her friends and the, family. The visitation. The visitation crew. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> gotcha. 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 Um. Yeah. I. Uh, I. I. I have. I have pretty strong feelings about her nanny. <laughs> Um, anyway, so Kaylee's born, um, <laughs> she, she, and how do you think, how, what, what's one of the biggest things you got to deal with when you got a kid, Mike? <laughs> no time for yourself. Well, there's that, but I mean. Feeding the kid. Oh. Raising the kid. Basically, you need, you need General some. General maintenance of a, another particular biological machine. Mm-hmm. Takes income, right? Usually. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Very expensive. Yeah, and you know, Casey didn't. She she worked little odd jobs. That's and, why people that don't have careers shouldn't consider. Right. She she was because she was incapable of telling the truth, or you know, getting from the car across the park lot to the building without filleting somebody in the parking lot. She wasn't able to keep jobs. You know. Um, doesn't surprise me. She couldn't contribute. But, wasn't the manager. And, but she comes, one day she comes home and she's got great fucking news. She's got this job at Orlando Studios, like planning parties, event planners, putting shit together, making things, a mover and shaker of the world. That's Casey Anthony. And, uh, you know, so she begins this job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She leaves every day. You know, uh, usually, usually she leaves uh, Case Kate. Kate boom, boom, boom. She usually leaves Kaylee with Cindy and George. Um, but she also has like friends that she'll leave her with and stuff like that. But she leaves, and uh, she'll go by a friend's house and she'll hang out at their apartment for a while. And uh, this is all on her way to work on her day to day routine, right? And she'll go. She'll pick up some coffee at Starbucks. And um, she'll do some shopping, you know. And she'll, she'll go back and hang out with another friend or she'll just ride around Orlando. And then she goes home. Yeah. That's her work day. It's pretty awesome. But she does have money to spend. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> we just leave that up to folks' imagination. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is my favorite picture of Casey Anthony. She got a joint hanging out of her mouth, even though she didn't do drugs. 
you know, and she's got some poor referee guy bent over in front of her. It's probably my favorite picture of this virgin mother. <laughs> That's what really attracts people to Casey Anthony. It's that virginal beauty. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's what I thought was hot about Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, well, she can put on whatever act she wants. She's pretty good at that. <laughs> well, no, not really. <laughs> Just nobody around her bothered to investigate her bullshit. Like, it wouldn't have taken very many questions for for them to ask for it all to come out in the wash. Right? Bro, it's easy. videos of her and so many people talking about that in one particular place, she is just sweet, charming, whatever she's got to be. In another particular place, she is fucking weak and demure. And in another setting, she's like spoiled little she's a chameleon. Guy. She's a chameleon. <laughs> um, there's she's not two faced. She's multi faced. <laughs> she and, has got a mask for every fucking occasion she finds herself into. And and I'm not I'm not. I'm not putting. I ain't saying it as like she's some. No, 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 no. I'm just saying it's. A she shows a lot of symptoms of women who were sexually abused as a child. That compartmentalization, and that way of changing, and the building up of a fantasy world around her. I'm not jumping on the George thing back. It is wagon. also the same. That of those that go into it willingly and become that the the school slut Lolita <laughs> starting yeah um every school's got one yeah yeah it's one of the early bloomers and it's one that didn't get enough attention yeah. not necessarily from abuse they just decide hey yeah, no, I, I like attention yeah, that, it starts happening exactly. they like it it makes them feel good they go and do it and they and they they pursue it and they they take it too far and then they realize that shit and they become shameful of themselves in some way. It, it results or in the same. And move on and, and just accept yeah. the lifestyle. Either way, there's no 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 judgment. No, it it, um, it does result in the same type of behavior. Yeah, there's two ways to go on. about it. When you when you get to that point and you actually push it to that limit, then there's two directions: you either accept it and run with it, or you. Fall into a save depression or something. Yeah, like one that. is emotional and trauma. Like one, one situation is emotional trauma of a specific type that is um, imposed upon you, and the other is Not emotional trauma. It's just my own. And the other is emotional no. trauma that you impose on yourself, right? That's but they're both emotional trauma. It's just one of me do to yourself, you know. Um, but yeah, it's uh, but she's not. She's fucking insane. You know, I said, I'm holding my judgment. I was a nail slug when I was in school. Yeah, me too. Um, so, she, she keeps, she, she's having a hard time dealing with uh, the fact that she doesn't really have a job. So, she has to, like, keep coming up with ways to get money. You know, she has to drive around. And she continuously runs out of gas. Now, that becomes an issue later. Well, it becomes an issue right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, so the only time, and I usually, 
usually there's no excuse, right, to, to completely run out. Once that light comes on, you got 20 miles. You might have more. You got 20 miles to get somewhere. You know, that's that's it. And there, you can't be nowhere in Orlando that's 20 miles from a gas station. Uh, no. Right? So, she she's continuously running out of gas. Now, if her gas gauge didn't work, that's a good, that's the only excuse. Like, is my gas gauge in my truck that I had, that motherfucker didn't work. I was doing math. Like every every morning, I had to sit there and do math, and I had to you know I kept every couple of weeks I had to like subtract on on what I was getting gas mileage wise because I realized that it seemed to be an alternating thing of how long from oil change to my gas mileage. Wow, bro, there's a much easier way to do that, folks. Fix the gap, fix the goddamn gas gauge. Yeah. <laughs> Top off every time you leave. <laughs> That's hard to do when you're broke. It's easier to do than fill it up once in a while. <laughs> you always got 10 bucks, but you never got 50. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, when 10 bucks would get me to Henderson and back every day, that was cool. It, it wasn't. Oh, well, actually, what I ended up doing was I would just drive my truck to Jody's on, on like Monday, and I would stay there until Friday. I would just crash on his couch. I always found it a lot easier for me to find five or ten bucks every once in a while to put some, you know, to actually go somewhere than I did to. Oh shit! I ain't got no gas, and I got it. I had to call Jody so many times on a on a morning, like, "Hey man, I'm on fucking US one between Frankleton and Creedmoor." Thing is, a bit short. I can skip a day because I've always topped up. (laughs) I've got that emergency reserve always. (laughs) But we got, so, but George, she's always calling her daddy for gas and to the point that he built a stockpile. He starts getting gas cans and stockpiling them with gas. Enable much? Yeah. Nobody asking, where's all your goddamn money going? You ain't paying no bills. Make a bitch ass walk. You don't even running out of gas. She didn't even have an excuse of a drug habit. She wasn't on drugs really. You know? Now, I think she was a little bit later. She wanted to maintain that part of girl fucking lifestyle that she had when she was before she was a mom. So she was trying to keep Look, I never quit partying. But the thing is I wasn't much of a partier. By the time I had a kid, anyway, I, I partied in different ways, you know. Yeah, my parties were, you know, hey, let's everybody get over here at so and so's house and fucking get drunk and play games and do what the fuck ever until we all pass out. That was my parties. Yeah. I never went to a fucking club to go party. I went to a club to go smash fucking skulls and shit and mosh pit. That, yeah, I mean, if they want a mosh pit there, I didn't go to a fucking. Club. Yeah, I was never much of a partier. I, I, I would hang out with people and do drugs. But that was that's really the extent of my partying. Yeah. I don't I don't like a lot of people. I don't like loud shit unless I loud music's fine. But you know, I go into a concert, it's fine. But like a bunch of loud rowdy people, that's why I don't like NASCAR. You know, <laughs> people you don't trust to be around drunk while they're drunk. I no, I don't like being around people I don't trust to be around drunk. Yeah, while they're drunk. That's just never Man, a comfortable feeling for me. I, I don't really like most drunk people. <laughs> they're, they're kind of annoying. I would rather be in a room full of fucking like people tripping balls on acid. Or and I'd like to be in a room full of people that I know 
are comfortable with doing so and ain't going to get lost in some fucking pit of despair that I got to waste my trip to fucking go talk them out of. Oh, God. <laughs> you know? You, you got to have that click. You, and there's, you and there's some that people that talk. every time they get drunk, they get to a certain stage of drunk and they get sad about the same goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> They've been sad about this one friend of theirs that died for fucking 20 years. And every time they get drunk, if they've been drunk for about an hour and a half, and I'm not talking about anybody in specific. I'm talking about like 80% of people who get drunk. <laughs> then they'll get all weepy and they'll make you listen to a song or look at a picture. And you're like, I just want to fucking not. <laughs> this 20 minute long fucking story that you've heard every time. And if they're a daily drinker. You gotta get right up in your damn face with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, yeah, that usually happens in between Man, the weeks. drunk, but fuck. <laughs> yeah, one more whip and I'm going to pass out. <laughs> yeah. And they don't pick up social cues at all. Yeah, I, I never had that problem at my parties. <laughs> I was never a partier. Not in, not in the sense that Casey was. Um, So she starts hanging out with these boyfriends. He's like, this rocking DJ. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah she totally has like this dj boyfriend and she works at orlando studios as an event planner and uh she runs out of gas all the time but that's not really her fault because she don't get paid at this job that she don't go to yeah i mean gas don't just get back in my car and i mean i tried sucking the guy's dick at the gas pump but he you know he was one of them gays <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> Like, if you don't want to fuck me, you've got to be gay, right? <laughs> oh, I like my Casey Anthony character. I just built it right now. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not too far off. I, no, I didn't try to exaggerate much. I think the accent may be incorrect. I think I'm more like Valley Girl. No. Not too far off the mark of what she would be trying to uh, emulate. <laughs> um, but, you know... Valley Girl stuff was popular in the, the 90s culture. Yeah. Fucking Frank Zappa. Valley Girl, she's a valley. You ever heard that song? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for sticking it. <laughs> like, gross out. Hack <laughs> me with the spoon. <laughs> But yeah, so she wants to be this party girl with this fake ass job, no income. Um, and she starts like, how, how the fuck was she? Uh, she stole her friend's checkbook, right? And she goes around like writing some bad. I don't checks. know who it was, but yeah, she did get in trouble for uh, writing check bad checks for somebody else's fictitious check. Yeah, and then she somehow stole money from her mom. Now she didn't go to jail for that. Years, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Like I totally didn't mean to steal those checks. Look, I'll suck your cock if you let me out of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. But yeah, she did that shit, and um, she didn't get no damn better after that. No. Um. And she starts getting to a head. She's in she's in these constant battles with Cindy mainly. 
over uh, Kaylee, how Kaylee's being raised, and they start noticing that Kaylee has these. Uh, and at least she's even called the cops, the nine one one, about you know have, thinking that her, daughter, her granddaughter had drowned in a pool or something. Um, actually, I missed that. It was in the one of the fucking callbacks. Some it's on a YouTube blast where I was listening to all the uh, audio from nine one one calls and all the. The courts and all that crap. Um, one of the investigators had asked her why did she uh, report so many times that she thought that her uh, granddaughter drowned in the pool. Yeah. Um, I uh, see. I didn't know that there had been I, that. That was a theory that came out, but I didn't know that there had been like police reports on that. So that's news to me. Yeah, that was no. This is before. Uh, before she died. Yes. Yeah. She had called a couple of times worried that her granddaughter was drowned in the pool. Because apparently... I don't know why in the hell that would ever be a question that you would ever have to wonder if it happened. It would either be yes if, or no. Look, if, if I fucked up and thought that my child had accidentally drowned and turned out that I that I was lucky and they hadn't drowned and I was they, they survived, I would never again be worried about whether or not my child has drowned. <laughs> I will board up the door <laughs> the yard. I I will shackle the child's ankles. <laughs> I, 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 I've seen somebody in the I've never seen a person freshly drowned. I, I've seen where you know on the news where they pulled the bodies out and had a picture or something. Oh man, like so um, there's a rock. I've seen it. people nearly drown. I, I saw somebody drown yeah. and then get pulled out an hour later. Yeah, okay, so I'm, no question, right? Mm, no question in your mind that they had drowned. None. The, the, so it was a rock quarry in Wendell, and a bunch of those kids used to go there. I didn't see nobody actually freshly drowned, like in the pool, and you could just drowned. You could like mo- the kids would like dive off of this like little rock. It was a fucking quarry pit, and they would dive off into the water, right? And well, this one kid, uh, not Wendell. This is in Wendell. But it's very similar to the one in Rollsville, except it's closed in. You're not supposed to be able to get to it, but we still do. We we'll still oh, did. Of and, well, this kid goes in, and he gets snagged on a piece of equipment that's still under the water. Like, we all watched him jump in, and we never saw him come back up. And, like, nobody else jumped in the water after that. And the ones that were in the water, this kind of came out of the water. And like 15 minutes went by, and one of the kids is finally, because this is before cell phones, had finally gone down the street and through the woods and to, down the street to fucking Mr. G's and called 911. By the time they came there with divers and were able to get him out, he'd been, he'd been under there about an hour. I was like maybe 12. <laughs> he, they, he, when they pulled him out, his, his skin was the same color as the granite. Like it was just as pale and blue. There was no question. Well, I'm, she would have been like, you know, recently, like, you know, somebody just went thrashing and then stopped, you know, are they floating or are they drowning? <laughs> Had they drowned, you know, that kind of, you know, but I don't think even dead weight floating, I think would be different than doing a dead man float. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure that 
pretty sure. I haven't witnessed it to see it. I've seen people almost drowning, and I've seen you know evidence of people after, but not actually freshly done. So I really can't say from experience. So, but I, it's hard to imagine that you would confuse it. <laughs> that so, you would call enough times if somebody had to question it. It had to happen more than once. How? Again, how do you ever put yourself through that again? You don't question something unless it's either one very, very interesting and, you know, like detrimental to a particular aspect, like a case, or it's happened on multiple occasions and it begs questioning. <laughs> With these two, I'm, I'm betting on the latter. That, um, it happened more than once. Now, like I said, it's just based on the question that was asked. There is no actual. I'd get rid of the goddamn pool after the I second. Did not go looking through the if entire the, land if, history of nine one one calls to find out. Yeah, for fuck's sake. Call, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I, the fact that the question was asked, there would be no goddamn one, pool, two, right? Two possibilities. If if I thought my child had drowned in the pool. And my attempts to stop her from drowning again failed. By God, there would be no fucking pull for a third time. Would not the first damn thing you would do was jump in and grab the child to make sure they're not floating? Oh, if you got to that panic point that you actually thought they might have drowned, I'm not going to leave them in the pool. <laughs> Get them out and then nine one one. Right? Yeah, I I didn't mention that because I thought it was pretty obvious. That's what she called nine one one. She's floating in the pool. <laughs> I don't know that, but <laughs> <laughs> she, she calls 911 to say she thinks she her grandchild is drowned in the pool. Either she's not there and she's just trying to get a wellness check, looking for attention like she knows something's up. Or um, she's a fucking dingbat that would call 911 instead of going out there and making sure your child's not floating. I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell. We are talking about the Anthony's. <laughs> so, still, it's up in the air. Which one is she? Is she a dingbat or, you know, not there and trying to get attention somewhere? Well, in this picture here, she's just a slut wrapped in an American flag with a really large thing of beer. And, like, if that dude's name ain't Chad, <laughs> I mean, come on, that Florida man. And look, all he's wearing is like American flag Christmas wrapping. I think he's got a boner. When was that? Oh, man. When was that picture yeah, taken? dates on his pictures. That would be... I'd like to know when that picture's taken. I'll tell because you. I know there's a bunch of pictures of her in her party shit for after. I I, uh, I stalk Casey Anthony's Instagram, and there's pictures of it beforehand. And I would like to know which one that is. Just out of curiosity, sake, it would be nice to know. I need to start being mindful of that bit, especially if we're talking about some murder bullshit. Wait, what now? 
Wouldn't you? Being able to tell when the picture was taken, like especially in this one. Yeah, but in some murder things, you know, when the picture was taken before or after the fact. I'm trying to find. That was probably a whole lot of research on the fly. Yeah. All the pictures that are out there. Right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I stalk her Instagrams. I have to go back through and find it. <laughs> Interesting. What? Smart words. <laughs> fucking Casey Anthony. If she wants to fight about it, she can come down. <laughs> we'll we'll live stream that shit. <laughs> Fist fight with Casey Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Your best, John. <laughs> well, you you what is she gonna do? Kill me? <laughs> right on next week's episode, how my co-star was uh murdered by Casey Anthony. <laughs> And on a future podcast, but after that, how she got away with it. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Spoilers, Mike. <laughs> uh, so, she, she, she starts... She pulls something that happened 16 years ago. <laughs> she, she starts <laughs> dating uh, this fucking DJ and hanging out with this, uh, this crew. And about this time... Um, Cindy and George start to notice that Kaylee sometimes is sleeping for 14 hours at a time and is looking kind of like dark circles under her eyes, kind of strung out looking. Um, there, there's the picture. Yeah. Yeah. There's a pic. If you're watching the live stream or the, the video, there's a picture of Kaylee around, around the time that she died, not shortly before. And, like, you can see the dark rings under her eyes and kind of the pale face and the dilated pupils. Um, Xanax is pretty popular in the, in, in the club scene, right? It's a popular club drug. Yeah. Even got a nice little short nickname to build. Zannies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zanny bars. Yeah. Yeah, man. Zanny. Yeah. And the Everybody fucking... Everybody knows Zanny. Yeah. And... If a child sleeps, well, it's pretty easy to take care of that kid, ain't it? Yeah. You can just stick that kid anywhere. You know that kid's going to be asleep. Yeah, you can just throw her in a fucking dresser, you know, and go on with the day. Um, keeps them pretty calm and docile. <laughs> Thing is, though, they steal everything in Dollar General. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Do you know that's the thing with the Xanax? Uh, so, for some reason, uh, people like really high on Xanax, they they turn into like kleptomaniacs. They just compulsively steal shit, like at a Walmart, and or they're, 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 they become compulsive th- shoplifters and thieves. That explains so much. You didn't know you, you've dealt with a Xanax addict who stole some shit, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing, dude. They're not even really aware of it. To the most extent, like yeah. they're Xanax, they're in kind of this blackout state anyway, and they just start grabbing shit. They'll grab like a forty-five-year-old dude fucking like shoving tampons in his pocket. He don't need that shit, <laughs> but it's <laughs> it's a thing, man. Wow, <laughs> that explains so much. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> And I don't think that I, I don't think that um, 
Casey is doing the zannies. <laughs> I think that she's giving them to Kaylee. And because it's around this time that she meets this uh, this cool-ass babysitter, Zanny the Nanny. Yep. Yep. And so they, they don't have to worry about taking care of Kaylee because Casey can take care of it. She doesn't need mom and dad. I'll, I'll just take her to Zanny the Nanny's while I'm off at work. <laughs> and taken care of. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, Mom. Care. So, well, one day, uh, what, what, let me, let me find the day, motherfucker. Yeah, so, according to Casey Anthony's father, George, Casey left the family's home on June 16, 2008, taking Kaylee, who was almost three, with her, and they didn't see her for 31 days. Well, it was a little longer than that. Uh, before they saw Kaylee? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little longer than that. <laughs> oh, boy. No, but... Uh, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe a few more years. It has not been the South Park regulated time. It was like 20, well, 21.7 years or something like that. Okay, you got me there. <laughs> Um, God damn it. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Come on, man. That was a short rabbit hole. Um, during this time, uh, Cindy would get hold of Casey and repeatedly ask to see Kaylee because they'd never been away from Kaylee that long. You know what I mean? They, they got a little bit of separation anxiety and they know that, that Casey's a little off. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they've been, like I said, they've been concerned with the, with the way Kaylee's been sleeping and whatnot. Well, then, you know, every time they call, she's sleeping or she's with the nanny or, you know, she's away doing something. Yeah. So they can't even talk to her on the phone. No, no. Yeah. You can always get old Casey. Um, speak to Kaylee. Yeah, she said that Casey said she was too busy at work assignment in Tampa and uh, to, to, to come bring Kaylee. And other times she said that Kaylee was with a nanny who she identified by the name of Zanny and off at like Disneyland or gone to the beach. Um, she gave the name Zenaida Fernandez Gonzalez, right? But, and we're going to get into the Fernandez Gonzalez hyphen. Later. Yeah. Um, but she made that name up. Interesting. Uh, like the it. police did determine that a woman named Zenaida Fernandez Gonzalez did in fact exist. But it never met Casey, Kaylee, or any other member of the Anthony family or any of Casey's friends. Just the luck of the draw, this name is real. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you roll the dice enough, you know what I'm saying? It took him forever to find it. Yeah. Was for the longest time, they couldn't find one because you know they weren't looking under the in the full name because she didn't know her middle name. But uh, she hadn't made it up yet. <laughs> she hadn't met those neighbors. Oh fuck! Spoiler. <laughs> but interesting enough, this you know, like I said, this ain't the same one because 
when they went to go find out in the house to go visit this person, the landlord said there's hadn't been anybody living there. Oh, yeah. we ain't even we haven't even got to that yet. You jumping all ahead. <laughs> out there already yeah. even finding another person that exists there. <laughs> but yeah, we we can go ahead and firmly establish that Z- that the Zenaida Zanny the Nandy Fernandez Gonzalez was a figment of an of of K- of Casey's imagination that gives us the means <laughs> and the location of Kaylee's death. <laughs> and that or I'm mean, that's that she she gave she confessed with Zanny the nanny's name. She told us what happened. She told us where she was. <laughs> but, but as far as she's concerned, what else do you fucking need? <laughs> I mean, it, it's right there. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll get back to that. If you don't already know, then you know you, you we'll, we'll, we promise we'll get there. We'll explain now. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they get a call from a tow yard. Uh, that um, the Casey's car, which was really George's car, yeah, but loaned it to her. Um, and they kind of did some some bullshit with that, saying that she had stolen the car when they let her drive around in it all the time and would come bring her gas. Yeah, well, in the nine one one call, uh, to the you know the first nine one one call, she's like, I have a person here who uh. You know, committed like grand theft auto, stole our car. We got the car back, but it, but that was never what really happened. She was just saying that to the cops to try and get Aunt Casey to tell her where the fuck Kaylee was. I think. Pouring me a coffee one that was playing, and I missed that one. I can actually pull it up. Well, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh. So yeah, she she reported the car had been stolen, but you know, it it was only during the time that she was trying she was interrogating Casey. Um, George went to recover the car at the tow yard, and him and the yard attendant had noted a strong smell coming from the trunk. Yeah. Uh, George had many years as a police officer. He'd smelled dead bodies, and I can tell you from experience that a decomposing human body smells different than any other animal. It, it does not smell like a dead deer on the side of the road. It, it's a very different, very different smell. It might only be like chemicals that make your brain analyze it as human, and it becomes even more repulsive. I'm withholding comment. <laughs> what? Why are you withholding comment? Complete <laughs> <believe> fifth. <laughs> But yeah, Our president works for me, damn it. <laughs> but the the fucking um, but yeah, a human body smells different than a than a dead animal. I mean, it's they it's still the same dead animal smell, but there's there's a difference. You you know it if you smell it. Um, but they both later stated that they believed the odor to be that of a decomposing body. And George's initial thoughts is that Casey and Kaylee are in this trunk. So he, you know, says a few Hail Marys and he opens the trunk. Oh, yeah, because uh, she's disappeared for a little bit. Yeah, she turned her phone off. Turned her phone off and vanished for a while. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so now her parents think she's missing too. Because she just ghosted. Yeah, she was like, man, fuck you guys. Everything was all peachy and king and then poof, gone. I have a plan that's working out perfectly and you're not going to ruin it, mom. <laughs> it's like she can't figure out what to do about this particular situation. They want to see my daughter. I don't want them to see my daughter. What do I do? I can't come up with a story yet. I'm out. <laughs> now, just that 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 problem right there, that that wall about for some reason you're not allowed to be able to see your granddaughter. What the fuck is going on there? And then they disappear. What the hell? You're withholding my granddaughter, and then you ghost. Oh, hell no. <laughs> but at the same time, not a crime. Not a crime. But for family? Yeah, I know. I know. That's all hell no. I agree. But legally, it's... It's not a crime. <laughs> You, you can't be sent to jail for saying fuck it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, so, they, 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 they track down Casey, and they pick her up in the car, and she, Cindy starts making 911 calls, trying to basically get fucking Casey to tell them where fucking Kaylee is. And uh, Casey finally admits that, well... She's been missing the whole time I've been gone. And that she's been busy trying to find her and she didn't want to get the cops involved because she didn't want anything to happen. And mom, if you stop asking me questions about Kaylee, I will totally suck your cock. <laughs> 31 days? 31 days. 31 days. Um, if my child was missing, like had been kidnapped for 31 minutes <laughs> there would be i would be rampaging my way to wherever i need to be <laughs> there would be a trail of blood and fire <laughs> you know like um at least for the first couple of weeks when you actually think you can do something about it yeah after a month <laughs> yeah, once you give up and say yeah, there's nothing i can do about it there is a possibility for some folks to say to withdraw and just move on with their life. Yeah, and now you don't withdraw immediately and move on with your life. No, there can be some. There can be a tragic event, and you just shut off, and that didn't happen. Yeah, I, and I actually believe that is part of what happened. Whether she was. Whether Casey or Kaylee accidentally died or was murdered, I don't know if I could do it to something as strong as my own daughter. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I I I'm I'm almost borderline that type of a personality myself, so I can understand that part of it to where you would just shut off and say, "Yeah, fuck it. There's nothing I can do. Move on." It's easier to not deal with the situation, right? You know, I've been. To some extent, yes. Yeah, not, I, don't, no, I, don't, I don't personally take it quite that far. But, yeah, I mean, it's like a death in the family kind of event. I mean, there's nothing I can do about it after that. They're dead. 
<laughs> what am I going to do? Yeah. Um, and if it's a close family member, then I would draw on a little bit. It's like, hell, after my own mother passed, you know, if people happened to came to me to hang with me, I would have been sitting there playing fucking Warcraft or watching a fucking movie getting drunk. <laughs> well, I was with you when she died. Yeah. Yeah. And we were folks, You folks came to me. Yeah. And, when I, she died. Yeah. Yeah. and then yeah. And I went to go home to go deal with that, all that. But. And I was at your house funeral, when you came back. Yeah. For a funeral. I mean, yeah. After that, I mean, yeah, I, I deal with it. And, you know, I, 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 I'm born. <laughs> we smoked all her pot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I even shed a tear for the woman. Uh, <laughs> fitting that she was such a heavy coffee drinker. <laughs> yeah, what, what did we do? After we sat around the house playing fucking magic and getting drunk. Yeah, <laughs> what we would have been doing anyway. Yes. <laughs> I'm sitting around boohooing or fucking trying to fix an issue. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to sit here and play magic and get drunk. <laughs> Nothing else I can do. Huh? Now, I don't know if I can take it out. Like, hey, my, my kid's gone. Um, Let's go to the bar and fucking dance. And Yeah, let's go party. I'm going to get a new tattoo. Like, God, if you'll just make my life to where I don't have to remember the tragic death of my daughter, I will totally suck your cock. What daughter? <laughs> yeah, the night, the, the night that Kaylee goes missing, she goes and, like, there's video of her at Blockbuster with her DJ boyfriend who is totally going to make it big. <laughs> and uh, she just erased her history and was like, "This is my life now." Yeah, and she rented like she rented. They they watched Jumper and um, which gets a lot of bullshit. I actually like Jumper. I thought it was a good movie. Jumper, Jumper. This is where the guy can like kind of yeah, teleport. Yeah. yeah, and they had a team coming after him. Yeah, Samuel Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I thought it was fucking good. And it gets a lot of fucking flack. And I'm like, why? That movie was better than the other one, which was... Uh, well, this is not time travel. I like some time travel. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, the time machine was a good one. Terminator was good. Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, speaking of Terminator... Oof. <laughs> oh, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> Shit. That was supposed to be... Can you get me on the time <laughs> Come on! <laughs> that was supposed to be Casey. I, uh, but I, I guess I was, I forgot that I had gone back. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> but this is actually a picture of her that uh, George took That because he was suspicious. He thought something was wrong. You know, and she's, she's just, but, you know, then again, toddlers fall asleep in weird places, but not for 14 hours. Um, that was the picture it's supposed to be with Terminator. <laughs> 
God, that was rough for me, dude. And then the next, the next picture was worse. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, for those of you who are listening to audio only, you missed out on some horrible shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so... Um, yes, yeah, Cindy ends up basically saying that what, she, uh, oh, what, picture. huh? What the hell's that picture of? Over here? No, there. There? It's holding up. It's Casey. I mean, Kaylee. Okay. Yeah, just when she's like one. No, it's the, 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 the boots and the, the dress with the background just... At this angle with the little bit of a glare I'm looking at, it just kind of blurred it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm supposed to be wearing glasses. You know, nothing, nothing. You know, I don't have my contacts in. It's nothing to do with that. No, I'm, not at all. I'm not old. Let's <laughs> <laughs> take a long sip of my coffee. <laughs> That's none of my business. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. she can make up stories like that. So, Detective Yuri Melick of the Orange County Sheriff's Department begins investigating Kaylee's disappearance. And uh, he found some discrepancies in Casey's signed statement. Um, you know what I'm when questioned, Casey said that Kaylee had been kidnapped by Zenaida Fernandez Gonzalez, whom she also identified as Zanny. Uh, Kaylee's nanny. Although Casey had talked about her, Zanny had never been seen by the Casey family or friends, and there was no nanny. <laughs> like, they didn't exist. They went to the apartment building where she said she lived and yeah. found only. Filmed. Our sponsor today, nothing. nothing. <laughs> Remember, folks, it never lets you down. No, you can always count on nothing. It's always there. It will always be there. That'll never leave you behind. Mm. You can't lose it. Oh, well, you can't lose nothing. <laughs> oh boy, but can you lose? You, your child. You can lose. You can lose the fuck out of a, out of your child if you don't want her. And remember, if that happens, call fucking nine one one. Get people looking. Yeah, I think there. I think thirty one days is too many. Even if you are a private investigator, <laughs> don't try to do this shit yourself. <laughs> like I can solve like any mystery. All I gotta do is like I can think about stuff and I can see it. And and then I just bribe people with blowjobs, and the, I get the answers. You know, I'm I'm really good at blowjobs. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's hard to notice the crime scene when you got jizz all in your eyes, but you know, I make it work. I just say things, and people believe them, and that's the truth. <laughs> um. See, uh, they they needed to get Zenaida's phone number from Casey. And she's like, well, it's on my cell phone at work. So they go to Universal Studios, and uh, 
on uh, July 16th, 2008. Yeah, the day after Kaylee was reported missing. So she's been missing 32 days at this point. Uh, D-Day plus 32. And asked her to show them to her office. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> So they, she wanders around. The, sell a story. I'm telling you, she wanders around. She's looking all sexy in her little tight jeans and a little sweater coat. <laughs> oh man! I mean, you know these detectives are just walking behind her for. Dang. She's going for 25 minutes, just going. Hi, Jam. I totally suck this cop. <laughs> you know, and oh look, he, he that, that that's Brian over there. You know, sometimes sometimes Kaylee hangs out with his daughter. And, by the way, this guy, I can't remember his name, but he didn't actually have a daughter, and he didn't know Casey, <laughs> um, because Casey had never been to this building in her fucking life. <laughs> she leads him down fucking hundreds of meters of hallway. 25 minutes of walking around. Before she just turn, turns around, puts her hands in her pockets, and is like, eh, I was lying. She's like, okay, I don't have an office here. They fired me a few years ago. Look, if you don't make a big deal out of this, I will suck your cock. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Ooh, boy, Casey gets arrested right then and there. The cops are like, all right, cool. Because they already knew. You know what I mean? They just wanted her to run her lie out. They wanted to see where she went with it. They had to have. Yeah. It's like, where is this going to go? <laughs> like, because we already know she don't work here, has never worked there. We already know every fucking thing about you. <laughs> we just want to know what you did with your daughter. That's the only question we have. That has to be the fucking reason, man. They just try and play with that. I mean, come on. If you already, to be sure they could check that and make sure before they ever went through all that. Yeah, but she'd never admit to it. Casey will not admit to anything. Well, she plays the damn lie out all the way to the very bitter end. Yeah. It's a game. Trust me. I've dealt with these folks. Yeah, yeah. My my mom was a lot like that, man. <laughs> Mine too. Um, so, let's see. What's our next picture here? Oh, we're back to that one. Doggy. Yep. Thank you, Nailer. Huh? She'll suck your cock. <laughs> She'll totally suck your cock. <laughs> um, she gets arrested uh, for making false statements to law enforcement, child neglect, and obstruction of criminal investigation. Uh, there was no bail because the judge said she had showed woeful disregard for the oh, welfare. Sexist, I'm being stereotypical. <laughs> Woeful disregard for the welfare of her child. On uh, July 22nd, after a bond hearing, the judge eventually set bail at $500,000. Um, <laughs> and she gets out after she sits in jail for a month. And the uh, bail bondsman, Leon, Leonard Padilla's nephew, uh, posted her bond, basically let get, gave her the bond to get out, you know, on the hopes that I mean, she'd help find Kay, uh, Kaylee, and they kind of wanted to make like a 
a documentary series deal. Oh, there was some money involved, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, they wanted to, like... He posted that fucking bail for it, though, man. I mean... I mean... What's, what's the worst that's going to happen? Oh, uh, well, is she going to get away with murder? <laughs> <laughs> got her in jail. Make a squeal. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and there's videos. Um, You're not going to keep somebody like that locked up long before they break. No, nah, and there, there's videos also from this time of the visitations between uh, Casey and her parents. Yeah, she, she, she. She's in jail, being accused of her daughter's murder, and while she's talking to her fucking parents, it's you know all about me, 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 me. She's in. Well, at this point in time, nobody knows that Kaylee's dead. I mean, everybody knows Kaylee's dead, right? But there, there's no murder charge yet. She is this assertive. She's got this, you know, calm, but projecting personality in her manner of. Speaking with her mom, it's, it's you know, we listen to me. I want to talk about this. You know, this is the direction I want the conversation to go, kind of, you know, mentality to it. And then when her parents are talking about how much they miss her, it's all boo hooey bullshit. Yeah, and then so they bring emotional and shit. And then when when they start bringing up Kaylee again, it's you know, she brings no, no. back that shield. Yeah, come back to come back to what? Yeah, they, they tell it, her that it's robotic, just you know, blam blam. <laughs> This is, this is what happened. This is how it is. And they tell her that the reward for information for or for finding Kaylee is two hundred fifty thousand, and she's immediately like, "Well, that's half my bond." Like her immediate thought is, "You know, how can I get that money?" Like, what are you? <laughs> the fuck? You know? Um, she complains about what she's eating. She's like, "Well." I, I've been eating a lot of bologna and cheese sandwiches. I never liked bologna before, but I still can't do grits. And it's like, her, then her dad comes in like, well, we need to find Kaylee, though. <laughs> like, yeah, I've seen a, th- a thing where uh, the Bonds secured security guy that was watching her while, while she was on Bond, they actually had personal bodyguard for her to make sure she didn't run off with half a million dollars on the hook. Yeah. <laughs> he, he said that uh, her first question when she walked in the fucking door. What's for dinner? Words, What's for dinner? I, I actually don't see a big problem with that. Oh, you just got fucking home after being a month separated. Your first fucking question is what's for dinner. Yes. Dude, half the, like, when I was in, when I was locked up, when I was getting ready to get out, Dude, I had like, your first question, yes, but not your first words. No, I mean maybe hi. You know, <laughs> unless I walk in the door and I smell food, I'm what's for dinner? I I'm with her on this one. Having been locked up, you think about food a lot. <laughs> Good food, like real food, and you know, she already knows what's going on with Kaylee. Well, I've been locked up too, and I'd already ate before I got home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, my, I made my dad stop at Wendy's because they had them. I'd been watching the commercial for their cheddar bacon fries. I'm like, that's what I want. <laughs> I, I had, I had cheddar bacon fries in my stomach within 30 minutes of getting out of prison. Yeah, <laughs> dinner wasn't on my. I'd already ate. Hell yeah, and I stopped at a store and bought some fucking ramen noodles. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> I, you know, I never stopped loving those. I, I liked them before prison. I liked them during prison. I like them now. <laughs> I, I, I still cater. <laughs> I have that desire. <laughs> and my daughter has a taste for the fancy shit, so. Yo, I like uh, <laughs> uh, has she gone to like an Asian market? Yeah. That, yeah, dude, that's where the best shit is. Like, everyone told me and Jess would go to the Asian market just so I can get, because they have like walls of ramen. I love it. Yeah, there was one day when y'all came down, I fixed y'all some ramen. <laughs> Shannon went down. <laughs> like seven, eight dollars a fucking thing. Was it? <laughs> oh. Yeah, bro, that was some hot top shelf ramen. Bro. I saw ramen. I ate ramen. <laughs> yeah, that's so why I was like, well, why? <laughs> but I let her do it. I let her do it. It was her money. Well, I, I owe her some ramen. Nah. <laughs> she was being pitiful about it. She didn't care. It didn't really hurt her feelings. Yeah, and there's this Korean shit. It's um, like young women or something. It's called Topinoki or whatever. It's like a. It's like these little. And I say that because I bought her some ramen. I replaced her ramen because she made me feel bad just doing that. <laughs> Um, this this Korean stuff called topinoki is kind of like ramen. It's like these little rice noki things. We bought it some ramen. Still. Can't say I do. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm married, so yeah, we always we yeah. Remember, always we. Yeah, I, I guess it's always we. <laughs> um, except for Casey. It's always me. Yeah, absolutely. And dad, if you, mom and dad, if you quit asking questions about Kaylee and we'll just talk about me right now, um, I will suck both your cocks. Um, <laughs> stop talking about my missing daughter. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I actually did want to find out what they had for dinner that night, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I couldn't find it anywhere. Oh, you know, Casey won't get back to me on Instagram, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, she is, if she knows you're stalking her, you know, maybe she, she'll reply once. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, He'll send her a link. <laughs> might actually get a visit. Yeah, I might. I might. So, um, she gets out on August 21st, right? On August 11th, 12th, and 13th, a meter reader by the name of Roy Kronk called police about a suspicious object in yeah, a forest. Real night. Yeah, and, and if you're thinking, if you immediately went to Emperor's New Groove, it's okay. <laughs> so do I. In fact, whenever I hear it in my mind, it's literally Kronk from Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> he uh, he, it, it finds a, a suspicious object in a forested area near the Anthony residence. Uh, the first time he was directed by the sheriff's office to call the tip line, which he did, and did not receive a return call. On the 12th, when he called again and... He eventually was met by two police officers. He told them that he had seen what appeared to be a skull near a gray bag. 
On that occasion, the officer conducted a short search, stated he did not see anything. On December 11th, Kronk again called the police. They searched and found the remains of a child in a trash bag. Um, investigative teams recovered duct tape, which was hanging from the hair attached to the skull and had some tissue left on the skull. And just to point out, this is the same stuff that he called about the first time. Yeah. yeah. In the exact same place. That's not too hard to get to. No, it's really right off the road. And if you're walking on the side of the road and you take a piss, looking at the aerial photographs of the place, I should have added this slide that. But looking at the aerial photograph of the place, um, it's it'd be a handy place to walk off and take a piss, honestly. It'd be in this, like, low floodplain in the woods, you know, from this, like, drainage area. Yep. And it's swampy anyway. It's fucking Orlando, you know? <laughs> so, um... <laughs> After, yeah, he goes out there again after three months and he sees this thing and he's like, well, the cop said it won't nothing. So he uses a stick to pick up what, and, and I've seen things in the woods before, like like uh, me and him were talking about earlier, turtles, turtle shells. Hell yeah. A big enough turtle dies. After a while of exposure to the elements, the, 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 the colorful shit on the surface of the shell goes away. Yeah, it just flakes off. And what you're left with is a rounded bone that looks like the top of a skull with sutures. And you even have, like, a round opening, you know, towards the side where the it could look like an eye hole, you know. It could also be turtle cells. So he uses a stick to pick it up, and up comes with it this duct tape and the jawbone and the hair. And he fucking lets that shit go, and he calls the cops. Well, no, there was hair. Um, there was hair. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, investigative teams recovered duct tape, which was hanging from hair attached to the skull with some tissue left on the skull. Hmm. Just a little bit. I've seen pictures of the skull. It's it's there. I I, I didn't put any of that in the uh, slide. Yeah, I've seen a picture of it, but yeah, I didn't count that as hair because um, one. The, the investigators had mentioned that there was no tissue to test. Oh, there was some tissue still attached, but I mean, they they were able to get her. her uh, there there was hair because it was stuck in the duct tape. Yeah, you know? and the duct tape is also what kept the jawbone with the skull. Yeah, I know that part. I mean, it was a fucking heart shaped sticker on. Yeah. And man, when I was going through those pictures and I saw that sticker page, yeah, oh, dude, that that kind of made my heart sink. And the the one of the lettering from her shirt next to the picture of her wearing that shirt, dude, I was going to put that in this, but and it was only a couple of days beforehand. Yeah, dude, I, I was going to put it in this, but it was just too fucking heartbreaking, man. So basically, what I'm talking about is there's a picture of of Casey wearing this shirt. I can't remember what it says. Kaylee. Oh, yeah, Kaylee. Yeah. Yeah, Kaylee wearing this, like, shirt that has, like, this lettering on it. I can't remember what the lettering says. The lettering itself was what it said was relevant. But it was some happy-go-lucky, you know, kitty shit. And next to that is a picture of these same letters, but rotted and brown and stained. And it's, there's no shirt left. 
Yeah, it's just it's these just those like the, the puffy sew on letters, the the thick puff iron on kind of thing. Yeah, and man, that broke my fucking heart. Like <laughs> that's why I ended up not putting it in here because it was too emotional. You know, what I mean, it, it, I don't. I, it bummed me out for like a day. <laughs> I just played Hitman and imagine shooting. I, I killed a lot of innocent women in Hitman because <laughs> I was really bad. <laughs> that's what that's it hurts. Um, but yeah, so they find, they find her remains. She's identified as Kaylee. Um, and the death is ruled as a homicide and cause of death undetermined. And they, the reason they call it a homicide is because her remains were hidden, but that doesn't necessarily on the face, but that could have just been, you know, who knows? She could have like had that wrapped around with something else. I don't think I don't I don't think she was smothered with duct tape. I I I don't want to anyway. It's in the right place. It, but I'm not sure that she was suffocated with duct tape either. Yeah. Um I don't buy that. Um I I so I, I honestly I think that she died accidentally and more more so than being murdered. Um at least not like intentionally murdered. I think the Xanax probably she just gave her too much Xanax and she rolled over in her sleep or something and fucking I don't know, bro. That's all. Or she got left in the fucking car. What about that search history? A foolproof suffocation? Yeah. Misspelled. <laughs> How to make chloroform? Yeah, but did she, she, she didn't. Make, she, yeah, that was. She didn't make any chloroform though. I mean, that's she ain't got the fucking brains for that. But to look it up, she looked it up, and the search was done with the time codes. You can find out exactly what these things are done. Mm-hmm. She was the only person in the house. She was. She was by the timeline already established now cindy later <laughs> said that she did those searches <laughs> the search was done at a, an established timeline by all events when she was alone in the house in a, in, a, in a two hour time period when she was alone those searches were deleted from the computer the search history was deleted the day she got home out of bed <clears throat> And they never checked Firefox either. Did you hear about that? Yeah, that, that's where I that's what I was pulling that from. Is uh, what was that lady's name? Uh, Marsha Clark had had found some you know, about looking through it, and she's uh, old school prosecutor from back in the day. You know, anybody in this probably knows her. She was prosecuted in the OJ trial. <clears throat> Well, now she runs around apparently and just looks for any kind of injustice and throws the two cents in it. <laughs> Decent career field, I guess. Better than just being a prosecutor. <laughs> kind of like Nancy Grace. Ow. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what Nancy Grace does, just on a different platform. Go out yelling the world free of injustice. This tot mom. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, she actually apparently does stuff. Well, does so does Nancy about. Grace. Not just talk about it. <laughs> she, Nancy doesn't talk. She screams. She declares. <laughs> Cryer style. 
Yeah, and but this lady, she she actually goes through all the evidence and you know double checks everything. You know how they get access to it. I, it's her company. I don't know, but um, as you know, when they went through the uh, search history, they actually did find uh, go through the uh, Firefox. Firefox. Yeah, but by this time, it's already the the case is over. Yeah. Um, but I mean, how hard would it have been? And, and that's just for part of the searches. You know, now, now only the the Google, not Google at the time, it was the, the Microsoft search engine that they went through. Mm-hmm. And actually, they did find, you know, where she was looking up suffocation and how to make chloroform uh, on that search. <laughs> but like I said, the time that the searches were, even both of them were deleted was the day she got home. Yeah. Um. And like, they pointed out the only person that's going to think about deleting is the person that made the search. I mean, you're searching shit like that, and you know your kid goes missing and is found dead. Come on. Yeah. On uh, October fourteenth, two thousand eight, uh, she was indicted by a grand jury on charges of first degree murder, aggravated child abuse, aggravated manslaughter of a child, and four counts providing false information. To police. Uh, she was arrested and the judge, John Jordan, ordered that she was held without bond. On October 21st, the charges of child neglect were dropped against Casey because the evidence proved that the child was deceased. <laughs> uh, the state sought an indictment on the legally appropriate charges. Um, she was arraigned and pled not guilty to all charges. And on April 13th, 2009, they announced that they planned to seek the death penalty in the case. Fittingly. I, I agree. I agree. But it's also what lost them the case, I think. Because there wasn't any enough evidence to prove that it was like an intended homicide instead of an accidental death that she just covered up, Right to put someone to death for not reporting a death. It's, it's extreme. And if what if that's the case? You know, what if that's what happened? We don't fucking know because she's incapable of honestly spelling her name correctly. And well, like, the only way I can actually answer that is from my own frame of thinking, honestly. And I'm a little more logical, apparently, than the ones of the topic matter. Um, but if I accidentally do something, even if it's a horrible thing, like, you know, murdering my own child, <laughs> um, the first thing I'm going to do is, you know, seek fucking help. <laughs> yeah. You got to realize you're in above your fucking head, <laughs> you know, and holy fucking shit. What I did caused this. I did not mean to, but this is what happened. Um, it, yeah, I, I, I got to come to the conclusion that, yes, even under that circumstance, somebody's going to find some kind of fault and there's going to be some kind of ramification because I probably should have been a little more sure, uh, sure. Uh, or more careful with my actions as they are now because my child is an adult. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to just, you know, that didn't happen <laughs> and go on about my fucking life. 
the only way that's going to happen is if I'm guilty as fuck, and I'm trying to get the fuck out of there, you know, but then stick around and pretend it didn't happen. Well, the thing is, she has a pattern. different story. She has a pattern of this through her whole life. I, I know. That's, that's where I'm <laughs> looking at it. This is exactly who she is. So... Why would you, you can't think of her any differently? This is exactly how she behaves in any given situation. And she just situation, pretends it's not happening. She pretends it's not happening. Yeah, which gives it a little bit of that disconnect. And I think that's probably one of the angles that the uh, district attorney was the the defense attorney, not district attorney, was uh, probably pushing in this trial. Where there's a little bit. Trying, trying to throw that shade on exactly how and when and you know is she acting like she was she was uh somebody had just murdered their child I think that would be a little more stoic wouldn't it well i don't know and, uh, i mean she's not there partying like nothing's going on um but wait a minute um her daughter was missing why in the fuck is she partying like nothing else is going on um well i i think every there's no question in even the jurors minds that she knew what happened. Exactly. But she just wasn't able to deal with it. She wasn't able to admit to it in any way, shape, or form. And you look at that through the hindsight filter that we have. Like you said, she's following that pattern. Something horrible fucking happened, and she's just like, nope, that, that, that didn't happen. This is the direction my life is going. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Uh, and just tried to ignore it. I mean, you know, she knows something horrible happened. Not just, you know, your babysitter didn't keep your kid back. Yeah. Well, so and that you know the the part of she you then the story went to the point where you know she met her in the park and you know she the babysitter told her face to face that she wasn't going to give her kid back. I mean, what? Yeah, and then there was that whole thing in jail. I'm you're still alive. <laughs> there was that whole thing in jail where uh, she claimed that some other inmate mouthed the word "timer fifty five and that meant she has to like get on her MySpace and her Facebook and change all her passwords to Timer 55 so that they can give instructions. It's a ridiculous lie. I think she just wanted to check her Facebook while she was in jail. Um, <laughs> Probably more accurate assumption there. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I mean, if you, if if somebody was sitting there saying they're going to take my child and not give them back. And that person don't exist anymore. Either one, one of us. One of us not exist. walking away from that situation. <laughs> right then and there. We're not calling 911. We ain't got time for that shit. One or both of us is just staying there. Right? I am not waiting. I'm not waiting 20 minutes for 150 cops to show up and do nothing. And, and then shoot you. <laughs> I'm not waiting for that now. But yeah, her babysitter said, Nope, I'm, I'm keeping your kid. And she's like, All right, cool. <laughs> what? Like, if you would totally not give back my daughter, like, ever, we'll totally suck your car. Um, so, like I said, I believe that... We got motive. I believe she wanted that, to keep her damn lifestyle. Yeah. Um, now, is that the actual motive, or what? I don't I, know, but I, you, you can see there's motive there. I kind of think that that day when she left the house with Kaylee, and this is just my opinion based on just what I've heard and the type of person Casey is and shit that actually does happen fucking way too often. 
right? So she's she slipped old old uh, old Kaylee to Zanny, right? Well, it ain't got to be that night. It could have been a couple of days after. Yeah, sure. We don't know. Yeah. Um. But well, we we do know that later that day she's on camera with her boyfriend, her DJ boyfriend. And they're at Blockbuster, and Kaylee's nowhere in sight. Well, that night, <laughs> and the, the her the car probably has already been left at this gas station with the car seat in it, an empty car seat, right? By this point, um, no way. That's a few days later, actually. Yeah, but I say it was shortly after. I just don't know if it was that. Yeah. Night. Now, I think that what happened was Kaylee went to sleep, passed out on Xanax. Casey got out of the car to go do something. Left her in the car. Come back. Kaylee's dead. Happens way too often. So she takes her diaper bag. She puts Kaylee in the diaper bag. And puts Kaylee in the trunk. And forgets it. For It ain't going to take long in a trunk in fucking Florida in goddamn July. Yeah, middle of summer, Florida. <clears throat> yeah, that, that's you're going to notice that. In, and people get in the car during this time period with her. Within the first couple of days of her leaving with Kaylee, and they notice this smell, and she's like, "Oh, I hit a squirrel." She has two different stories. Yeah, it's trash, or you know. Well, well, she tells that she tells one person that a squirrel had got hit stuck in the grill of the car, which is fucking nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd believe it if it was like a dog or <laughs> even a cat or a bird. <laughs> Squirrel, uh, if it's in the grill area, it's safe because it's going under your car, <laughs> you know. Um, but the, yeah, she had two different stories. Ice in the fucking heater vents. That'll happen, <laughs> you know. But it's more believable than two different stories about squirrels. And um, so I didn't want to when I was listening to this, all the different reports on this case again this week. I was faced with having to make decisions about things that I'd normally just like, huh, all right. I did not want to believe that Casey drove around this fucking car for days, perhaps a week, with her dead daughter in the back, in the trunk, rotting away. I could not fathom that. It's too, <laughs> it's too far for me. But not if you just pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> and at some point in time, she's finally like, boy, there's, I don't know what's in that diaper bag, but I need to get rid of it. And she just pulls over the side of the road, takes the handles of the diaper bag, and throws it into the woods. Right between these neighbors that are right by the house, their name on one side of these oak woods is Fernandez, and the other neighbors on the other side were Gonzalez. <laughs> this before or after she, you know, put her in a trash bag and put duct tape around her mouth. I think she did that in an attempt to try and make the smell stop. <clears throat> it's the only thing that makes sense to me, and that she, like, taped up the bag. I stopped the gassing while it was in the trunk after a day or two. Yeah. It's hard to fucking think about this shit, man. 
that that thing that's a problem with my reality is now becoming a big fucking problem in my reality. It, it's fracturing my version of reality now, so I have to open up the trunk and tape its mouth shut. I don't think the tape was necessarily over the child's mouth. Yeah, I think this this duct tape has been like I think the duct tape was used to hold the bag, right? To like hold the bag completely to seal off the bag tight around the the child, and that during all the rain and fucking shit and swamp and humidity and the swelling away of decaying flesh, shit just sifted around, and it, you know, it wouldn't have her tissue on it, and it wouldn't have her hair on it if it was if it if it got well hair possible yeah. Depending on how long her hair was and how it was when they did the hair possibly, but tissue. Well, I mean, if the, if the hair, if, if there's going to be tissue still attached to whatever scalp remnants there are. And if that hair is attached to the duct tape that's, you know, moved its way up there, you know, the tissue's still going to be there. It ain't cutting the hair. I I don't know. I, I don't really, she may have suffocated, but I don't yeah. think so. Well, no, she could have put it on post more. Yeah. You know, like I said, you know, when you start gassing, you want to start gassing them. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, I don't think she suffocated the child with it. Maybe she just had her mouth open because she died, you know, drooling or something like that with her jaw slaying. She just tried to tape her jaw shut because she couldn't, or maybe she just tried to mask her face because she couldn't stand the look of it. I don't know. But, but she did it. The duct tape <laughs> in, the, in, in the perfect spot. With that little heart sticker, man. And, and the sticker, yeah. God damn it, dude. That sticker. That, to me, makes it seem like that's about all the remorse we're ever going to get out of Casey from it. That's the only sign of remorse we'll ever see. That's the one problem I have with the whole, you know, she doesn't give a shit that enough to say, fuck it, and move on with her life. It shows that that did she, she felt that shit, right? If you kind of if you can feel that, you're you're not going to just pretend that your daughter's missing, and be okay with it. Well, what is she doing then? Like, <laughs> you pretend that your daughter's fucking missing. <laughs> well, I get that. But then how do you, how do you pretend your daughter, I don't know, it's hard. To, you have to recreate your entire reality for that to work. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Not, not playing investigator and actually doing what some sort of normal person would do and that is get a lot of people looking for her but no you got fucking go go gadget twat out here i mean <laughs> example i can think of throughout history of a child unexpectedly going missing has resulted in a massive search party by the community. Yeah. Every fucking one of them. Because time is of the essence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you go to the family and they say, yeah, I can't find you know, my firstborn baby. And they're like, you know, no, we don't want to search. 
And you might want to look into that. Yeah, certainly document it so you can bring it up in court proceedings later. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the only time in history that it's going to happen. It, it just doesn't happen. You, your kid goes missing. You at least, even if even if this is a, you play the fucking part, even if you in in the situation your kid's if you if you want to play it's missing instead, play the fucking part. Jesus, man. She was ignoring the whole fucking thing. And she's just playing the part like it didn't exist. The only people who do that or something is somebody who's guilty or something. They're the ones that flee somewhere or try to hide in plain sight if nobody knows. Yet. Well, if she, had, if she had left Kaylee in the car, she is guilty. You know? But it's not the same as... No, it's not the same. It's not the same as a first-degree murder. You know what I mean? It doesn't I mean, necessarily deserve the yeah, death penalty. I'm not saying that, you know, guilty by this. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not saying guilty. I'm just saying, you know, sane and normal. You know, you left the kid in the fucking car. That's the first damn thing you're going to fucking do when you come out and realize that, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Probably kill myself. Okay, that's an acceptable answer. <laughs> Run. I know how this is going to go. You, 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 you expect the worst you know you're a fucking habitual person the hell you want it for something else i don't fucking know you whatever the hell your situation is you got the option to run yeah this is gonna go bad i'm out yeah there's no there's no good outcome of this you disappear before you go play in a normal life yeah well i think we'll, somewhere else to do it i think we may be about the normal life we may be about. underestimating her her brilliant investigatory skills. See, what she was actually doing, she wasn't at hot body contests because she wanted to win and she wanted to have fun. She wasn't out doing these parties wrapped up, naked, wrapped up in an American flag just for the shit of it. She was out looking for leads. She was doing the tough work out there, boots on the boots on the ground, Mike, or, or in her hand walking back to the Apartment. Gathering all that data by asking no questions. Yeah, she's going around, she's waiting, and she's, she knows that it's somebody in the underground, you know? It's some sort of underground cabal of babysitters, and <laughs> she's going to find them at these clubs, you see? That's because they moved out of the daycares. Yeah. That's how Q's getting them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're at the, she's actually at the oh, pizza the, place. The, yeah, the, the people that you are accusing. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, the, the satanic pedophile cabal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they took them out of the daycares and put them in the private hands now. It's in, it's in the private sector. Hey! And and eventually, you know, I, I, I'm surprised she didn't go with the Puerto Rican defense, like in South Park. You know, she was kidnapped by somebody of average Puerto Rican height. <laughs> Well, it was Florida, so she wasn't far off. She could just use the Ramsey defense. I don't know. <laughs> Look, officer, I'm telling you, you searched my whole house. You didn't find my daughter then, but she's right there. <laughs> nobody's coming. I'm telling you, nobody came and left. It's only been us here with our daughter who is dead, but we didn't do it. 
not a single member of the Ramsey family has gone to prison. I didn't, she could have used the Ramsey defense. I think her lawyer let her down. <laughs> Maybe? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I guess end result is effective. <clears throat> but she had to go through a trial, whereas the Ramseys did not. <clears throat> so 400 pieces of evidence were presented. Um, there was a strand of hair recovered from the trunk of Casey's car, which was microscopically similar to Kaylee's, um, and the strand showed root banding, which hair roots form a dark band after death, which was consistent with hair from a dead body. That's when I had to face the fact that she rode around with Kaylee's dead body in the car. Probably alongside the garbage, but she didn't throw that out because she didn't want to litter. <laughs> she, yeah. that, that bag of trash was already that bag there? trash was already there and it's still been in the car after she threw out. Oh, man, I did not put that together. Now, well, that's why the detectives, well, not the prosecutors... We're actually like handing out pieces of the trash to people, the jurors. Like, does that smell like trash to you? And they're all like, no, no, that's something else. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, the trash didn't even smell like trash. No, no. And this is after the fucking grandmother, Cindy. Yeah. Yeah. After she fucking tried to clean every fucking thing and left Febreze and sheets and yeah. fucking car. You find your fucking car, it smells like a dead body. What do you, you fucking clean it? Well, I mean, if you're just assuming that the dead body smell is the trash, you, the logical thing is to clean it. But now you also have this missing child thing going on. And, and, and George being a fucking, dude. He should have known better. He knew, he, nah, he knew what it smelled like. You don't say it smells like a dead body unless you know what a fucking dead body smells like. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't. You don't say that. <laughs> trash, decomposing trash has a distinctive odor too. You know that smell. Yeah, that, Anybody yeah. in modern society knows that fucking smell. It's that's not mistakeable, but you're not going to confuse those two. Um, ever. Cronk, the guy who found the body, uh, basically told the same story that he told police in court. Um, and the we, I guess, before we start talking about the individual case, let's talk about the, the prosecution of the defense's opening statement. Yeah, he didn't have to go there. Well. All he had to do to win this case was sow enough seeds of doubt, right? So they basically start off the the fucking uh, opening statement by the accusing George From of, the perspective of going into the trial, you are 100% correct. From the perspective of looking back at the drag on trial, no. All he had to do, if he, if he knew how it was going to go, all he had to do was just sit there and wait wait to the fucking end and then give his closing statement. Yeah. <laughs> his closing statement was enough. <laughs> after what the, the prosecuting attorney had their case after they presented all their shit, his closing statement still. 
Done. Fucking pork tongue motherfucker, bro. Silky bitch. But he got her off with that last argument. Well, um, he accuses, uh, he makes uh, this wild accusation of George, like, sexually molesting Casey as a child. And then never goes back to it. Now, he, by doing that, he forces the prosecution to do his work for him and, like, you know, keep bringing it up to, to negate it because he never goes back to it again. It's never again mentioned by the defense. The prosecution's like, wait, what? <laughs> but now they knew it was going to come, too, because they mentioned, they told George that day. And the parents were only in the courtroom when they, because they were told they could not show emotion. Yeah. The, the, they're like, look, <laughs> he's like, he's like, look, we think they're going to accuse you of being a child molester. Um, you, you can't get mad about it. <laughs> and, oh, and this actually effectively, God, this it, it effectively ends George and Casey's relationship forever. Uh, to this day, they don't they don't communicate. Uh, Cindy, of course, you know, but mm. you just imagine having to sit there and take that. Ooh. Um, say what you want. <laughs> Jesus, it, yeah. So even if the accusations are fucking true, that's still, uh. yeah. What does it have to do with Kaylee? Not a damn thing. <laughs> you know. Well. If she was abused as a child by her father and brother, yeah, that was where the they even they even had this whole theory that uh, Kaylee's name was a combination of Casey and Lee, which was her brother. Then it would give uh, a reason for her to um, to lie, to be able to cover things, and to have that built into her nurture side. So she was brought up to lie and to hide and to pretend things are normal, and that probably could have became a defense mechanism. And when something bad happened, she just went into that defense mechanism and pretend like nothing happened and everything's fine. And did that to the best of her ability. That was pretty much all happened right there when he made that statement. Because she's a liar. <laughs> Everybody knows this. It's glaringly obvious. <laughs> so that gives a whole reason for this persona that she is right there. It justifies it. Bam. Done. Opening statement in the in the bag. Then the fucking the prosecutor comes in and you know they they. They present some evidence, and, and but a lot of the shit they bring in, like for the last three freaking days, or the, oh, yeah, three days, like six, six or seven day trial, six days. Uh, I want to say it was the last couple of days, but uh, time might not be exactly on my side. Right at one. I'm not sure. Uh, the case was decided July fifth. 2011, but you know, it takes time for that shit. Um, it was a relative trial began May May 24th, and yeah, I can't find it. and sentencing and all that was done on July 5th. Okay. Yeah, but uh, in, in two anyway, months. Anyway, um, the the prosecutor just would play on the emotions, 
you know, playing the emotional card to the jury. Um, that was pretty much their big hook. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, child murder sucks. Yeah. And then on the closing argument, the fucking defense got up there and reminded the fucking jury, so look, you can't convict anybody on your emotions. Yeah, and this... It's against the law. It's right here. Big you don't guy. have to like Casey. Motherfucker had a fucking whiteboard, bro. <laughs> it's right here. You can't do it. <laughs> how did she die? You ain't got to prove how from her. <laughs> how was pretty much irrelevant. How she died is pretty much irrelevant in a, in a case from her. Well, if, if you're unable to determine the cause of death, it's not necessarily that depends on your first degree or second degree. And that's where you get your degrees of murder. According to the judge, it doesn't matter. Hmm. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> not the first time it's, I've it's, disagreed with a judge. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm just saying, according to the judge, uh, in an interview, I think it was on Dr. Oz. I'm not saying that's exactly the best source of news, but it was actually the judge, and it was words out of the judge's mouth that, you know, she could have been convicted if there were special instructions given to the jury. Um, that, uh, I lost the train there. <laughs> the one of the things there. Short-term memory loss. <laughs> um, go on. I'll catch back up on that in just a second. Forgive me. Let's see. Oh, oh Jesus. Went down my own personal rabbit hole and I lost the main topic. <laughs> You're talking about the judge saying that she could have been convicted if special instructions had been given to the jury. What are the special instructions? That was the point that I'm trying to figure out. Oh. To remember right off the top of my head without actually having to go back and watch the whole video. Well, fantastic. Um, but we were talking about something before we got to the the judge. Oh, uh, we were talking about um the 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 fact that there are different degrees of murder, which you know when when you have capital punishment, when you have fucking death sentence on the table, you you, you can't give somebody convicted of you know manslaughter the death sentence oh it's probably to remind them that uh the conditions of how she died are not pertinent to the case but they should be accidental death is not the same as murder it should not be punished the same if somebody you know if somebody's kid accidentally drowns or overdoses on fucking Xanax, or, or is left in a car on a hot day. Do they deserve punishment? Absolutely. If it's willful neglect, it doesn't matter how you do it. But is that the same? Do you feel like that's a capital punishment crime? A capital crime? Yeah, to intentionally leave somebody in a hot car. Yes, you know it's going to kill them. I mean, duh. To intentionally overdose your child on Xanax. Absolutely. <laughs> Even if the intent wasn't murder, the action resulted in it. Yeah. I I agree. I agree. I mean, there's a lot of questions you know, that come you, up with it. You know, I mean, if I, if I fucking shot you just to see if you'd live through it. <laughs> I didn't intend to kill you. 
No. I just wanted to see if you'd live through it. That would probably be second degree murder. <laughs> or or aggravated manslaughter. No. Somebody would probably question my sanity <laughs> for even questioning the possibility of somebody living through a, uh, a gunshot to the chest. But, um... <laughs> but, the odds aren't zero. <laughs> just, you know what? Find out. Yeah, come on, no, no. <laughs> but, uh, yes, if if you intentionally do something that causes the result, that's willful neglect. You didn't give a shit if they died. You know it was a risk. You did it any fucking way. Yeah. Uh, okay. I can see that. Um. Yeah. So they they moved the. Uh, they they got to change a venue because of you know, every everywhere in fucking Orlando was saturated with it. But the thing is, with the internet, social media, and Nancy Grace hollering about Tot Mom, there's no one, right? It, oh yeah, she she became the most hated woman in America. <laughs> Tot Mom. <laughs> Real quick, her reputation went downhill. <laughs> no longer the popular girl in school. Oh no, no no, and like she was getting all these like she she was getting all fawning and blushy about like comments from dudes on Facebook app during this trial, like they'd be like yeah I'd hit it and he'd be like oh my god I said it <laughs> she'd get all fangirl over herself and yep me 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 fuck you me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you'll just pay some attention to me, I will totally suck your car. <laughs> oh, man. This is where we need a counter. That'd be great. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, I've lost count. Long story short, is there's, there's more evidence that Casey Anthony committed this murder than... When the bitch went out and got a tattoo the week after. Yeah. <laughs> the good life. And she had this sweet shamrock fucking tram stamp. Nice. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do while my kids miss it. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, the tattoo artist knew one of Zenaida's friends, see? So to get the tattoo artist talking, she went and got this tattoo done so she could open a general conversation. Investigation, Mike. <laughs> Her dad was goofy. I mean, a, a, a cop. She knows <laughs> how to investigate. She's heard stories. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, my God. How good of a cop was he? <sighs> I, I don't know. I haven't seen where he was like, you know, he, he wasn't a Derek Chauvin, I guess. On a scale of normal person to Derek Chauvin, I guess he was a five. <laughs> it felt goofy. Still <laughs> <Pill> at best. <laughs> well... Bar is pretty low in Florida. Don't think you'd be a five. <laughs> yeah, Walt Disney has standards. I'm pretty sure that was a cartoon when Goofy was a cop. 
Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Rule 34. It's, it's on the internet and there's, there's a porno. <laughs> oh, God. Mm -hmm. More. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, oh, my God. Secret recordings of George and Sandy. <laughs> Oh man, no. Get out of there. <laughs> oh man. Uh so they they there's a, a theory No, that defense attorney should cast so much shade on the possibilities that could possibly happen. It's just like you know, nope. And then, you know, hey, remember all that emotion they gave you? Bullshit. Yeah. There there's a theory and apparently um Casey's talking about it now. Um, but there's a theory that... Oh, by the way, she was found not guilty. Yeah, well, we haven't got to that. We're, we're almost there. Almost there. The defense put forth this theory that... Uh, well, this story. That Casey had gotten... I mean, Kaylee had gotten into the swimming pool in the backyard. Again. And drowned. Again. Oh, all the shade. Yeah. <laughs> and that George and Casey panicked and that George helped cover up the crime, got rid of the body. The problem with this is there's no doubt that that body was in the trunk of that car for an extended period of time. And that accidental drowning is not a crime. No, no, it is not. And George, having been a cop, would know that. Yep, and would know that you don't want to take an accidental well, death and make it look goofy. <laughs> you, so you take an accidental death and you make it look like a murder. <laughs> that, it's weird. It's weird. Not I, something I would think a cop would do. It's not, yeah. Goofy, now, goofy wouldn't do that. Casey makes perfect sense. She would absolutely make an accidental death look like a murder. <laughs> Just because she's fucking dumb. I wonder if she's really starving for attention. Well, she wouldn't want the body to be found. And her steps in hiding the body made it look like a murder. An accidental death. From what I've seen, from she, she wants to continue her life. No interruptions. Anything outside of her story is a distraction and needs to be cut off. Oh, God. Kaylee's dead. I'm supposed to meet Tony tonight. I got to suck his cock. And he's going to be a DJ. Accidental drowning <laughs> in a pool. Then problem solved. Right? I get you would think. But I, I don't know, man. Why go through all the effort of the big story? You get some notoriety, your fucking kid died. You don't drowning in a pool, and that makes local news. Oh, yeah. She's going to get so much sympathy, Dick. Sympathy shit, man. I mean, yeah. So, problem solved. Kid's out of your life. You no more having to worry about getting hiring Zanny. <laughs> well, Zanny's kind of convenient. You can just carry her around with you in a pill bottle. 
that's just one more expense. That's just one more back piece of baggage where I can travel and jet set with my new DJ boyfriend and have this life that I've always He is of. going to be the next Skrillex. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I can just leave this old life behind and I'm going to follow my boyfriend and he's going to be successful. And yeah. And like, even a dipshit like this would see that as problem solved and done. There's no need to fake it and make it look like a murder. Yeah. The I only see. way it would, you want anything to look like a murder is if you know, it was a murder. And even those don't want it to look like a murder. No. Nobody wants it to look like a murder. That's never fucking come up in the mind. We got to make this look like a murder. What? Yeah. That's... You have to be some kind of special stupid to even come up with that idea. And I'm sorry, this chick doesn't seem like that kind of stupid. Honestly, I don't know what to think, man. Like, I we know that her, we know that Kaylee's dead. We know it was Casey's fault, regardless of how it happened. <laughs> I mean, she is shallow as fuck, but she's not stupid. I bet she can take it deep, though. Real deep. She's she she she's a little close to that valley girl mentality, but she she's not the she's not true, you know. No, she's not entirely vapid. <laughs> she's not the bad stereotype valley girl. Her ability to hold together all these lies as long as she does does speak to some creative ability. And a manner of holding it all together. She created a world bigger than J.R.R. Tolkien, dude. Yes. <laughs> and she was going to continue living her part of it. Yeah. At all costs. And, uh, well, you know. When kid gets in the way, then, well, it, whether it's accidental or not, problem solved, and I can move on with my life. That was the deal. Yeah. And that's where I get And the jury right. decided, yeah, fuck it. Let her do it. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, they find her not guilty. Uh, they do find her guilty of lying to the police. She certainly committed that crime, as described. Absolutely. <laughs> they, they proved beyond any shadow of reasonable doubt that Casey Anthony lied to the police. Which is apparently a felony. Like... I lie to him anytime I talk to him if I have to talk to him. <laughs> I, I tell him as little as Probably possible. Probably the degree of <laughs> interfering with an investigation. But yeah, she basically goes home the next day. I'm pretty sure that you know, just your, your free speech has you know protection to the point where you can actually say what the fuck you want to and, <laughs> and until there's actually a crime and under investigation and then apparently you know there's some kind of a an oath or something that we're all supposed to take maybe it happened with the pledge of allegiance and i believe it, but, yeah, i don't know <laughs> but uh, i don't know i don't have to look into that law about where that free speech ends at <laughs> it's, got, it's somewhere <laughs> but yeah <clears throat> Um, yeah, so she gets out of jail and she starts dating, like, I think it's for a while she's dating her attorney, right? Oh, Jose? Um, I don't know about that part. And then, like, there's, there's things that during the trial, like, she was seen, like, running naked out of his office one night. 
And there's like a comment he made on camera, like, oh, well, hey, see, I didn't know about that. I guess you owe me three blowjobs for that one. And during the trial, they were outside arguing you know, after uh, he wanted a break to go talk about a plea deal earlier in the trial. Yeah. And so they stepped out to have their little moment of privacy to communicate. And, um, well, the judge said he heard the conversation quite clearly. Oh, yeah? <laughs> At least her perspective of it. <laughs> Um, you tell. Yeah, she was under you know, no reason going to be taking any fucking plea deal. <laughs> Apparently, she was using some very colorful language at a very loud volume. Like, oh my fucking God, Jose, I am not taking a plea deal. I will totally suck your cock if you do not mention plea deal again. But the person that she was in the courtroom and the person she was outside the courtroom, not the same fucking person. No, no. <laughs> she puts on a mask for whatever situation she needs to put on for. Um, she's two different people in the interrogations throughout the whole damn thing. You, know, you, you can tell she she can change. She's a chameleon. She does exactly what she needs to do for whatever situation. Yeah. You know, she knows when to break down and cry. She knows when to attack. And that's what makes her such a great investigator, Mike. Absolutely. She's <laughs> not a bullshitter. She's a professional bullshitter. <laughs> you cannot bullshit a bullshitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and now, now she's trying to get an LLC for a private investigation firm. Well, that that was uh, last year. Yeah. Started, I think, her, yeah, she started that. Now, she can't actually be a private investigator because even though she has no qualifications, she's also a felon. <laughs> um, so, you know. Doesn't stop her from hiring people. Does not. Does not. What kind of people is she going to attract? <laughs> Chad. <laughs> Bunch of Chads. Like, I will totally go out there and solve this mystery for you, babe. <laughs> Yep. Fucking Florida man. <laughs> with sweet sun with like sweet sun tattoos. <laughs> Drive around in a windowless van with cookies. Yeah. Frosted tips. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't have to worry about windowless vans and cookies around Casey because ain't nobody gonna be taking them cookies. Yeah, she ain't changed none. It's still all about her. She know she didn't know how to call nine one one back then. She does now. She's finally learned how to call nine one one. Oh, something happens. Oh, what happened? She got into an altercation at a bar with one of her ex girlfriends. Um, got a drink thrown in her face. Some kind of dispute, probably about their um, cooperative boyfriend. <laughs> A co-op boyfriend, whichever way you want to go with that particular part. They're both dating the same cop. Uh, she calls 911 about that. Can't figure out how to get out of 911 when her, she killed her child, well, when her child died. Well, Mike, that's because she was out there beating down the bushes that were growing up around strange men's cocks to find her daughter. She didn't find him. You know, she didn't find her time. Yeah, she was trying to solve somebody the throwing a drink in her face to get her to figure out how to die on one more. Oh my God, I cannot believe you threw my drink in my face. I am still wet. <laughs> <laughs> Quote. 
<laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna we're gonna have to look that up after the show and uh let you see that one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You probably actually pull it up and uh share screen with it. Oops, on YouTube. No my god. Uh, <laughs> not yet. Let's let's not invite Satan back in. <laughs> got you, we're gonna have to run you through that a little bit more. <laughs> I know exactly how to do it, but it takes a lot of steps and something will fuck up. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> Um, we'll have a prime. I remember to mention that before show. We'll have a prime, and that's and that's basically that's basically it for old Casey and Kaylee. And, uh, she still talks to Cindy. George wants nothing to do with her. I don't blame him. Well, it's in the news on part of what she's going to be bringing up during that documentary. Oh uh, yeah, it was her dad. Yeah, her dad went and took her away, and then you know, come back in and pretend that she was drowned, and it was yeah. her fault because she went to sleep and wasn't watching the kid, and the kid snuck off into the pool, but you know that was impossible because she would have never went and left the room without telling her a two year old never leaving the room without telling the parent. Yeah, that's yeah okay, um, and she couldn't have got into the pool because there was no ladder. Um, but there's pictures of the ladder on the pool with the kid climbing up it and all that good stuff there. So they did, there was a ladder. When we're talking about a two-year-old, they can climb. Mm -hmm. The pool, it's not impossible that she got drowned in the pool. No, it's not. It's not impossible. The story is that her, her, her dad is the one that was responsible. She was asleep. And then there's another bit of it that where you know her dad took her from her so and and was and brought her, told her to it, it's okay she's okay and she thought for a while that she was still alive. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that when it comes out. <laughs> and we we might do an update. It, 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 it starts to get a little weird. So yeah, there's definitely a, a part two coming to yeah. this. And I'm going to be uh, 